up and I stay down with the same gang every day now. When the thing changed, but the way out is the layout, nigga. Big M's, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put the lights down, turn the bass up. One time for the pay cuts. And the price guy just squeeze the life out of shit. They try to break us. What's all the fussing about? We grew up with nothing, my nigga. We still here. That fake shit, we cutting it out. Money come, make sure the crew got their fair share. But since we going into pop culture, and this kind of segues from Drew Brees, let's talk about someone else who had uh, um, some of his stuff came to light. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. One, one, one of Josh's favorite people. Mine too. I like Mark Wahlberg. And uh, how did you feel about his hate crimes coming to light? And should we? Uh, should he be somebody who we cancel now? I guess. Well, for me, again, I already knew about them before. So to me, it was just like R. Kelly all over again. Not like necessarily the crimes, but it's like this is nothing right. new. So it's just right. really for like the like how John was saying, all the people who are now who want to be socially relevant. relevant so now they can clout chase. You have how many, you know, how much cultural appropriation from, let's say, the white chicks who are trying to get, yeah. you know, more followers on IG, whether it's, it's uh, drawing hashtag Black Lives Matter with, you know, darker, you know, makeup and concealer. Like, you, again, you're just doing too much and you, you're purposely going out of your way to draw attention to yourself for something that it's obvious you don't support. So, right. so those are the people you need to cancel. And now again, well, Wahlberg. I mean, it, it really depends on the on the people he offended at the end of the day. Because I feel like he's a completely different person. I feel like, again, if you don't want to forgive, that's your choice. But it's like it, these aren't this these aren't new. This isn't new information. Right. He wasn't hiding it. It was in his. It was in his uh, Wikipedia the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't a huge search. <laughs> I mean, the soon that had to do it. Um, and he he's even a, admitted, like he he went on record and called himself uh, a wigger, essentially, right? He said yeah, he, he used yeah, to culturally appropriate. Like he 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 admitted all that. So, hey, yeah. Oh, that's what it was the the, the wigger thing. Because I don't well, I don't, no, the, I, the hate crimes was actual hate crimes. Like when he was like. Uh, Started when he was 15 years old. He threw like rocks at some black kids, uh -huh. chased them home. Uh -huh. Um, and then next was, I think, a Vietnamese guy. I think with a with a with a four by four, yeah, 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 with yeah. <laughs> uh, with a stick. And then when the cops uh had the guy, like he, he they showed Mark Wahlberg the guy, they were like, You know who that is? He's like, Yes, the guy I almost killed, or whatever. Like, he was happy about it, you know. What I mean, the Vietnamese guy and stuff, and, and being where he grew up. You know, Southeast Boston and stuff like Boston. that. Boston, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially, yeah. especially My, in Southie. Yeah. yeah. So I think with him, with with Mark, because I, I like Mark too, um, and I know a lot of black people like Mark, and I know he, Mark hangs out with a ton of black yeah. people. And like Fifty Cent always talks about Mark. Well, like going uh, to the dinner. Denzel's son, right? John David Washington, ballers. Yeah. yeah. So, I with him. I don't with him. I don't. The word cancel, I just feel like it's redundant. I don't think you should just cancel everyone. I think you should give the opportunity for people to learn because at the end of the day, I'm not making excuses for him. Um, but if you look at where he comes from and he was taught this, this is what he was taught. And he was also young. Um, uh, what was it? Was it right? No. But instead of you saying, oh, I'm going to cancel this person, forget about him. 
what is cancer going to do? You're just going to create a big cancer, a cancer pool and then have these people unite and take over whatever agenda that you have? Or instead of doing that, why not dissect the problem and make the problem and provide a solution to it and, and educate this person? Like, oh, by doing this, you're, you're creating this and all this friction and showing them and educating them. And hopefully by doing so, you're giving them an the opportunity to change what was originally taught to them. And I think by doing that, you give them more of a sense of urgency. It's like, you know what? I did this, it was wrong. I need to do this to make things better. And I think you do, you can accomplish way more by take going and doing in that approach as opposed to just saying, you know what? I'm gonna cancel this person. Because at the end of the day, people can't cancel people because everybody has their own issues that may not be in the light, may not be in the forefront and not everybody knows but it's like if you're going to cancel this person you got to cancel yourself but you're not going to do that so at the end of the day i think you should just be have the common decency to give the person an opportunity to learn and educate them i suppose to just automatically dismissing them yeah in his case it happened 34 years ago like josh said he admitted it. He went to jail for it. He, um, you know, spoke about it years ago. He's had interviews about it. So it's not new information. So I feel like he he has learned, you know, from it. We're just not we, but something we're just finding out, you know, now because because he spoke about, you know, what's going on right now. So it's funny that the moment someone speaks about something, we go look up their past to see if they had a past transgression or whatnot. By him speaking about it now you know, what's going on today, it literally means he learned from what happened 34 years ago. So why can't we accept that and say, okay, you know, I, I mean, we've seen him, like you said, for years with black people all the time and whatnot. So, and know. again, no good deed goes unpunished. Right. And what show is he currently executive producing on HBO ballers, ballers. and ha has yeah. how many black actors and act actresses and athletes yeah, he essentially made yeah. a, a black version of Entourage. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the rock's black, really. So, you know, I mean, all things black. Right. Um, yeah, so that, that, that was Wahlberg. Uh, hey, John, what's up with your girl, B. Simone? Man? <laughs> like, Wait, I'm sorry. Could, because uh, again, I should probably know by now, but obviously Josh doesn't. Who on the earth is B. Simone? I'll let John take this. And by the way, guys, this is our new segment of the show. Welcome to Food for the Culture. And this is a segment called You Probably Should Know By Now. It's a wonderful segment that was created by Banks. And it probably came from the fact that a lot of these things I may not have heard about. <laughs> so I should probably know by now, but I don't. So now I get to learn. So Brother Banks, take it away. Um, well, B. Simone, B. Simone, I my knowledge of her, because I don't even know her whole backstory, but from what I know is um, she was on Wallin' Out. Um, she was on a lot of, like, social media, comedic videos. Um, like, she did, like, clips of other influencers. She also, I think she sells, like, clothes of AliExpress, which is a horrible company that takes forever to ship from China. Drop shipping, these, yes. Yeah, the drop shipping and all these items that you just position and say like oh this is my item but it's really just some cheap material that they just put out to the masses or whatever um and basically she worked she worked through that and with her being a waitress and struggling 
she managed to get to whatever and now she makes like a decent leave, living um and basically puts herself out there as being this media influencer or whatever and aka oh and she's also a comedian because i know she's done some little stand-up stuff or whatever but that's who she is that's how she built her her name and brand or whatever um now the comments of what she what she said getting onto the juice of it um of her saying that she needs to be with an entrepreneur she can't be with somebody who has a uh, oh that's who said that okay yep yeah, i remember yeah and she's just basically saying she needs to be with an entrepreneur. She can't be with somebody who, who works in 95. They're not going to understand her life, her her life struggles. She, not, and then she gave a very poor example, like, oh, I'm going to be sending emails at 3 a.m. in the morning. And then you're not going to understand why I'm up at 3 a.m. in the morning. And then you're going to be like, oh, I have to go on this conference call. And I just thought if she was going to put a point out like that, use stronger facts. <laughs> I suppose the, the points she was giving were just extremely weak. Like, who? I mean, what's the point of you sending emails at 3 a.m.? Like, what does that have to do? Like, how's that not understanding? He might have to send emails at 3 a.m. if it's nine to five job. Like, he might have to do all the, the things that you're positioning out there that nine to five person is going to do as well. But I also get the point of what she's trying to do and what she's trying to accomplish because she feels that the approach of just you align yourself with what you want to be with. And I get the approach that she was trying to put out there, but she also has to remember that she has fans and a lot of her fans are not entrepreneurs. They're nine to five workers, unemployment, unemployed people, and so on, preteens. So you're going to be offending a whole group of people by these comments that really were not really social media trained for her to even <laughs> position it because her arguments weren't, weren't really as strong or as effective. And I think that's what really hurt her because that's why the, even going back to the canceling thing, a lot of people wanted to cancel her because of how she presented it. I just think she poorly affected it. And then even with going on to the next thing with her book, she puts a book out on being an entrepreneur and like self-help or whatever. I don't, I don't really know the title or anything like that, but she puts a book out, hires a team to write the book for her. And then they find out they plagiarized majority of it. So they have to pull the books off the shelves. No way. Yeah. She said, I, I had my team hire a team. I'm like, wait, what, so what did you do for the she book? She sounds like an employee. Right. Like, you sound like a nine to five employee in a very bad one like that. And then you're going to talk about all this entrepreneur talk and you're making silly mistakes like this. Like, right. do you do a read over your book, over your books? Like I even, I know a lot of people pay people to write their stuff, but did you read it? Did you fact check anything? You just, just for like, context, oh. Josh, the person, the people who a lot of material came from for the book is now suing her because it's word for word, not even like partially it's word for word in this book. And now she had to stop selling the book. She's made $2 million from this book, by the way. She made $1 million and then another million later on. And now she got to stop selling, put off the shelves until the whole legal matter is settled because it's literally plagiarized. I mean, but what's there to settle? It's plagiarized. <laughs> well, well, I guess you might have to settle sometime with the, the people who are saying, I don't know how it works. Are oh, you know more than me? But 
and, and what she like John heard it. What she said was, I thought she would come back. You know, well, it wasn't this and that. She's like, no, I had my team hire a team, and I didn't really, you know, read through a book. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, you didn't write a book, man. You just had somebody hire somebody. Well, food for thought, guys. That uh, that does happen often. Similar to how, let's say, Aubrey was accused of having someone else write his lyrics. That's that's an industry standard. I, I get it. But, you know, this day and age, especially with you using stuff, Josh, it wasn't like hidden stuff. The people were, it was like stuff people had posted on their page that was taken and put in the book. You know what I mean? If you're going to use that type of stuff, it's easy to figure out. And they especially when you boast how much money you made from this book. So I just thought that was. It was know. just pointless. Like, especially you don't even manage to switch the If you're going to plagiarize, do it the right way. Switch the wording up, change sentences up, use your own words. <laughs> don't copy word for word. Like, but she didn't even know mind. because she didn't even read the book. Exactly. That's the real that's problem. The thing. But I, yeah. I also love that. Like, she didn't even bother to read her own book to notice right. this. Right. Hire somebody to go over the book and say, like, okay, can you run this through searches to see if this comes up on anything? It's just like, where is this big entrepreneur now? You you talking about you want to be an entrepreneur? An entrepreneur is not going to even understand you because you can't even run your own business. Mm. You're talking about you want to manifest you being with kids and having an entrepreneur and having this this great life, but you can't even manifest your own your own life struggles. Why would an entrepreneur want to deal with a liability like you? Eesh. You really started to get somebody who's a nine to five right now because of the mistakes that you're making. <laughs> And with her age, oh, man, that's not even get to that. But East. whatever. Yeah. That, and, 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 her, and her eyebrows. No, I'm <laughs> It's just like you, she she just basically positions herself to the point of like, I don't know. I, I hate to wish bad on people, but it just makes it seem like you're never going to find that right person. Of the, especially if you're thinking like that. I don't. I get what you want, but. You can if you're this person that worked through all this, you know, use your bootstraps to get to point A to point B or whatever. You should remember those things. And if even if this person is not an entrepreneur or whatever, but they have aspirations to do that, help them become the next thing. And you will be looked upon as a greater asset as opposed to saying, "Oh, I need somebody who just does this." But then you're making stupid mistakes like that. I'm just like, okay, no one's gonna take you seriously. Like you're a joke. <laughs> literally a joke pun intended so it's just like <laughs> it's just funny you put this whole statement out and then a couple of days later they put you on blast for basically selling a book you plagiarized Eesh. and then you didn't even read and you didn't even read it <laughs> that's even the worst part you didn't even read your own book that you're saying that changed your life Right. You're giving advice that you didn't read. That makes no sense at all whatsoever. So, so but the nine to five part, Josh, what do you think about those statements she said? Oh, no. Well, I mean, it was very presumptuous in that, you know, people who didn't work, uh, who, who did work a nine to five wouldn't be able to identify with those things. Like there's some people who, work nine to fives that also have master's degrees. So they were clearly up at 3 a.m. putting in the same type of work ethic. So it, it, this, yeah. it just doesn't come down to being, you know, entrepreneur. It also comes down to, to me, work ethic. So there, you could have, you could be dating someone who has a, a graveyard shift. To, and just because they work at night doesn't mean they ain't busting their ass, right? Like how many nurses have 12 hour, doctors have 12 hour shifts 
and for four right. days straight and then they're allowed to sleep for like a week type of thing so it's to me it's something different and it sounded like she was only talking about insecure guys who wouldn't have a who would have a problem with her oh who you who you emailing at 3 a.m like I, to me if you were with a with a real dude he he not gonna care about that and if you were as brilliant as you say which you obviously are not then you would obviously be teaching him how to do those entrepreneurial things but now we see why you're not teaching them because you don't even know what you're talking about yeah i agree i think um I think, like you said, the guy, whoever it is, whatever he does, he can be understanding of you being an entrepreneur, uh, wh- whatever you do. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter, you know, that he works a nine to five. You know, it's about the person that you're with, not the fact that you're an entrepreneur and he's not. I don't think that makes any sense to me. You know, her her whole logic is is, is a little suspect on that. But um, moving forward, Banks, I want to ask you this, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put this in here. 6 9 and Nikki. Yeah. Like, Eesh. they can't lose, yo. Why? <laughs> why can't they not lose? What and do you why, mean they can't like, lose? What? Um, and, and why is like, why is, is like he not able to be canceled even after turning it forward? Informant, I want to say. I'm going to tell you why. First, Daniel, yeah, aka Takashi, yeah, aka whatever it is, this guy is a marketing genius. He basically will make a fool out of himself to position whatever agenda that he has to get to that point. He will manipulate people's minds, he will shift and shape himself into different characters, he will use imagery to get people to retain what he's putting out. He would use antics. He would use comedy. He's a a pure life entertainer. And a lot of these rappers and so-called entertainers can't do what he can do in his sleep. And that's the whole point. Even though his music is not all the way out there, he's a funny person to watch. He's entertaining. And people are going to buy into that. So this is why it's kind of hard to quote-unquote cancel somebody like him because he's willing to in essence make a fool out of himself so like like going in uh, this might be a poor example but like with an eight mile when they were trying to come at rabbit yeah, at, toward yeah, the yeah. end and then he's just like flipped everything he's like oh, i'm gonna make fun of myself now you can't really yeah. say anything now so it's just like takashi is kind of just consistently doing that like oh you're gonna let a rat do this a rat did this and all that and then it's just like he has to make fun of himself to lighten the situation because if he doesn't, people are going to start letting other people think for them and like, oh, I can't mess with him. But now he's like, all right, I did this. You're going to, I'm just going to let her, you're going to let her do this and do that. And his commentary, this is like, oh, this is funny. I like him now because now he just looks like an innocent dorky kid that is just really uh, putting himself out there to white America anyway, really, for the most part, and rich kids. And they love that. They love Takashi Six Nine, like you've seen. They played his music at a protest in Chicago, and Takashi commented on a Chicago Herbo, uh, no, on a Chicago rapper G, uh, G Herbo, told my damn, we be out here in the streets. Like this guy's hilarious. <laughs> like his antics are just funny, and then his comments, and like it's going to be hard to cancel him for a while, just because of what if he continues to add on. 
and just come off the commentary and he, he, he just cut his hair and then the wigs and the the, the the beautiful women and the image and the money and the jewelry and uh, uh, even his uh, cover art with the with the cartoons and and uh, anime and all that all these things are being positioned to uh, to something that a kid would like and it's working even if it comes to his numbers his numbers could be fabricated because it doesn't really add on to what his streams are if you look at different platforms of what he of what he's actually obtaining i mean he has high numbers but they're not as high as what he's doing on youtube so the numbers could be you know manipulated that's what i'm saying youtube has got 71 trolls has 70 plus million views right now and like right. we but if you go on Spotify, it's it's not that high in regards to. I mean, he has other songs that done way better, like Fifi. That's like half of. That's like five hundred million streams. But Trolls, I think it's. I don't know if it, if I check, it's like under a hundred million or something like that. Right. But it's not adding up to what he has on YouTube. So, I think there might be some truth to the manipulation of him, like the, with the numbers. But regardless of what it is, it's still working in his favor because you have to talk about him. And a lot of people who may have genuine numbers are not getting as much attention in comparison to him because he's making it, he's making you want to talk about him. Even if you don't want to talk about him, he's still making you do it. And at the end of the day, if you're an entertainer and you're or in the music business or whatever it is that you're doing in the limelight, you have to be in in the forefront, like with 50 Cent, he creates these things and these instances or these 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 little beefs or you owe me money or like he draws into other people, not really because they do, but he does it because he knows people are going to draw onto that attention because every time you, that fire sparks out, people have a short attention span, they're gonna forget. So you have to constantly re recreate yourself and that's what's gonna differentiate you from the other person. And so people like him or even Takashi, he knows that. So he's going, he has to consistently do these things to get to keep that fire light so he can make as much money and cash in on it. So instead of you just worrying about him, you should really worry about yourself and worried about your own career and focus on that. And maybe you can learn something from him instead of just trying to sabotage him because he's just going to find a, a, another way to either flip it on you and make you look stupid for saying it or do something to get you jealous, like having Akon jump on a song with him when other people have been trying to get that sample and he's managed to do it. So in my eyes, I think Takashi is doing exactly what he needs to do to, uh, you know, keep himself afloat, uh, you know, help out his family and prolong his career and go against everybody that said he couldn't do it, which he has done. Yeah, because everybody thought when he got out, we talked about it on our show, like nobody would mess with him, it'd be over, blah, blah, blah. And he just made more money and got more views, you know, since then. So it's just, mm -hmm. you know, and in, in another time frame, anybody who did what he did wouldn't still have a career. But somehow he manages, like I said, to not lose, you know, no matter what you, you know, what you do to him and stuff like that. So it's interesting to me. Mm -hmm.